Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people. I freaking missed you. I'm sorry I have been a smidge disconnected from this recently. Life is hard, dude. But just as a brief outline to this episode, first we're going to catch up per usual. I have so much shit to tell you guys. It's unfreaking real. Then we are going to talk about self-awareness. So within that, we're going to talk about comparison, self-doubt. We're going to talk about the Buddhist perspective on self-awareness we're going to talk about unlocking it some tips and tricks and then the purpose of self-awareness and being present so kicking it off with our catch-up per usual we're going to start this off with sports bro obviously what the frick else so taylor swift indeed do you think i'm gonna actually like run down stats you're crazy we're obviously talking t-swizzle T-Swizzle was indeed at the Chiefs game on Sunday, and even Travis's coaches and, like, commentators are saying how his performance is better with her in attendance. So, buckle up, because I freaking hope she is here to stay, okay? He bought a new house for six mil for privacy for homegirls, so I feel like we're moving in the right direction. I saw that Travis's dad commented that she's just a really genuine person, that he likes or whatever. So I think this is the love story that we are needing right now to cure all of our freaking lives. So hopefully she's around for the foreseeable future. What else have I been watching? Basketball, bro. It is Finally, basketball season. I cannot convey how freaking excited I am. Suns opened the freaking tip off and won a couple days ago. And it's just the best time of the year, dude. There's nothing better than, I mean, my mind will change. My mind will change when Christmas is over. Because as of right now, there's nothing better than going into the fall-winter season. You've got basketball. I can read a book and cozy up with hot freaking peppermint hot cocoa. Oh my god, I'm so excited, guys. I know I'll change my mind. I know I'll hate Utah's winter in mm, February, but whatever. So obviously I'm watching basketball and go Suns, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Go Suns. Go (laughs) D-Book. You already know. Anyways... What have I been listening to lately? Chelsea, is it Chelsea or Chelsea, Chelsea? Chelsea Cutler's new album, Stellaria, is so motherfucking good. There's not much you can compare to it. Like, I think it will cure me. I think it will heal me fully. Hunting season, by far my favorite. Okay, by far my favorite. The way you love me and growing up is hard. Also favorites. They're so good, dude. Everyone needs to listen. So if you have not listened to Chelsea Color's new album, Celeria, go listen to it. It is absolutely my new fave. 
Also, this is out of order, but back to approaching the colder months, it's soup season. Like, that just tops it off, bro. Have a nice bowl of soup while watching basketball? Sign me up. What's your favorite kind of soup? Because I don't really like chicken noodle. Um, Don't come for me. But my dad, when I was growing up, homemade chicken noodle soup. Homemade noodles, the whole shebang, bro. It was delicious. But there was one time I ate it and I was sick and I threw it up. And I've never been able to think of it the same. It's just, it kind of makes my belly turn just thinking about it. However, tomato basil, absolutely delicious. Cannot, like, there might not be a better soup. So, convince me. If you think otherwise, convince me. But soup season is here. I'm stoked. Because even on top of that, you've got Thanksgiving coming up. Think of all of the freaking sweet potatoes you're about to consume. Think of all the turkey that you're about to consume. Like, it is a top tier next few months. We've got Thanksgiving. Well, we've got Halloween still. We've got Halloween coming next week. We've got Thanksgiving coming next month. We've got Christmas. We've got New Year's. Then Romy's birthday. Cannot beat it. Top tier next three months. You're, you're hearing it here first. Anyways, moving on. This is all over the map. Like, I'm reading my notes. I sound crazy because my notes are crazy. They're literally point A, point Z, point H, point Q. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. So I apologize for the friggin' emotional whiplash I'm taking you on right now. Anyways, moving on. This one really is a sharp left turn. A lot of people fail to realize the violence... That it takes to create a gentle soul. I feel like that is a blanket statement that everyone can understand. Because you have to go through some shit before you become like a gentle, like peaceful person. So to all of those gentle, peaceful people in my life, I fucking love you. You are changing the world. You're amazing. If you know someone who's a gentle soul... I hope I'm conveying that in the way that you just click and you know the type of person I'm talking about. So if you know someone who's a gentle soul, send them some extra love, okay? Because life is hard and they've been through some shit and they need some loving. Okay, sharp left turn again. There's nothing compared to finding a good book. I'm currently reading the Akatar series. It's the uh, Court of Thorns and Roses series. I'm on book two. It literally transports you to another dimension. There is nothing else like it. Like, movies are not like it. Music is not like it. You get so immersed in reading a good book, and you're there. You are experiencing the drama. You're going through it with the characters. I've been so hyper-focused lately. Well, I guess not like lately as in right now, but lately as in earlier this year on like self-help books. Do not get me wrong. That's fine. However, I'm annoyed and burnt out of hearing the same fucking thing time and time again, week after week, book after book, whatever, you know? So 
I switched it up. Went for fantasy. I fell in love, bro. I fell in love. I am obsessed. And I just, like, I just cannot get enough. I put it down, and then, boom, my brain is like, oh, my God, I wonder what's going to happen. I need to pick it back up. I cannot put it down yet. So, there really is nothing like it, dude. If you have any fantasy book recommendations, please send them to me. My DMs are always open for book recommendations. Shoot me a message. I don't care how you get it to me, but please let me know. And on that topic, kind of, I think words, okay, my love language is words of affirmation. So that might, like, I might be biased. I might not have, like, a non-biased opinion of this. But I think words can be, like, the most intimate thing. And, like, not in, like, a weird way. But, like, you can connect with people if you actually have genuine conversations. And I feel like that's lacking significantly these days. You go in to work, you go into fucking friendships and even relationships having surface level conversations and your relationship will be surface level. Like if you cannot have decent, genuine connecting conversations, what is the, what's the reason? What was the reason, bro? Why? You should be able to just grow up. Some people just need to grow up and have adult conversations, first of all, because that's freaking baffling. The amount of grown-ass adults not able to communicate, disgusting. It's disgusting. So if you're one of those people, work on it. Let's grow up. Let's have an adult conversation. You can manage your words and your feelings and your tones. You're freaking adult. If you're not, why are you not having those conversations? Because you're fully capable. Everyone can do it. Well, that's a lie. Not everybody can. <laughs> Not everybody can have grown conversations and that's fine. Just don't talk to them. This is so bizarre. Anyways, moving on. Life has been hard lately, bro. I am doing good, right? Like, I'm thriving, I feel like. I hope I didn't just jinx myself. But it's so hard co-parenting and it's so hard being the default parent okay it's hard going from being the default parent in a married relationship scenario to a divorced scenario where you're wow I wish I could talk where you're still the default parent because the demographic shifts the needs shift and solely providing for a child allows the not default parent to have all, a lot of fun, right? So it's so freaking hard, bro. I've been in my feels. I've been struggle bussing because I love the life I've created for Romy and I more than anything else, right? I'm so proud of myself. So I have to remind myself consistently, like, one, I wanted this because this hard is a better hard than I was having last year. Okay, but that does not mean it's not hard. So if you have any parent friends and you know they're the default parent, any parent friends, honestly, even if they're not the default parent, just send them some love because it's freaking hard. Okay, it's hard being a parent and it's hard giving everything when someone else can shatter it in two seconds by providing something different. But 
that's enough sappy pity party. <laughs> Again, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of myself. But sometimes I just get in my feels. Sometimes I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> Life is hard. <laughs> but it's okay. We're thriving. We're surviving. We're having the best time of our motherfucking life. And I'm doing the damn thing, bro. I'm solo momming it up over here. And Romy and I have a blast. So that's all I can ask for. I have a healthy, happy toddler. And that is more than enough. Thank you for that freaking roller coaster of an introduction. I so apologize <laughs> for the freaking craziness I put y'all through week after week. Anyways, this week we're talking about self-awareness. So self-awareness, the basic understanding of self-awareness is the ability to understand your thoughts, your feelings, surrounding factors, and how the surrounding factors play into your thoughts and feelings. So... Honestly, cultivating self-awareness is key in growing as a person. You cannot evolve as a person until you unlock a new level of self-awareness. I don't think you ever fully become fully self-aware because there are always things you do not know. I am a firm believer in there is always room to grow. And again, you cannot grow until you unlock a new level of self-awareness. So there's always steps. It's like just a never-ending staircase Which kind of sounds dooming, but that's life, baby. So, to me, self-awareness is more of a self-acceptance standpoint. It's not saying, it's just how I am, because fuck that, bro. That's stupid. That's a stupid victim mindset. But instead, it's saying, I see I behave like this because of X, Y, and Z, and I'm willing to work on it. And adjust my actions and my reactions, right? That is accepting your reality. At some point, you have to accept that life is how life is. And the universe works the way the universe fucking works. And accept it. And then, boom. All of a sudden, the freaking fog lifts. And it's you can see the clear skies. So, self-acceptance from a comparison standpoint... My favorite quote, one of them at least, is comparison is the thief of joy. And comparison is tough for me because I have been compared to a lot of people in the last few years of my life. <laughs> and it kind of consumed me, For to be blatantly honest. It consumed a lot of me. And I lost a lot of myself because... When I was compared to, I started comparing myself to people that I didn't even freaking know, bro. I did not even know these people that I was comparing myself to, which is bizarre. Like, one, I don't even want to compare myself to anyone at this point in time because that'll take away the progress that I've made, right? That denotes everything. So when you're actually in living comparison all the time... It's the thief of joy. It's so hard to feel joy at that point. And self-awareness can easily slip into a slope of comparison. Awareness is more about comprehending your consciousness over judging your consciousness, if that makes sense. I'm a firm believer in trying your best all the time. I know some people don't. I know some people don't give a shit. I know some people are petty and want to just ruin other people's lives. That, if you're listening to this and that is you, please sign off. 
I don't want to talk to those type of people. I don't want those types of people in my life. You should be wanting to comprehend your consciousness and level up. There's no reason to stoop down to a petty judgmental level, especially when it comes to yourself. Another one of my favorite quotes is the words you speak become the house you live in. The inner thoughts that you have are your own making and you can change them. If you do not like yourself in any capacity, if you don't like your body, if you don't like your habits, if you don't like how you feel, you like, I'm sorry, but that's your problem. You created it. To, I'm obviously crazy certain experiences can change that and wield that, that are out of your control. But for the most part, you're in control of your life. You control your happiness. Comparison kills happiness. It sparks jealousy. It sparks negativity. It will always forever spark resentment, worry, and no one needs that. No one deserves to feel that way. If you have someone in your life that constantly compares you to someone else, why the hell are you around that person? Why? There's zero reason. That breaks my heart for you and you should figure out a way out because that is no way to live. I've been there. I've lived it. And I have seen the other side. And the other side, the grass is greener. The other side, there's sunshine and happiness. Like, it's literally rainbows in comparison to a freaking tornado shitstorm. That was so aggressive. I'm so sorry. So, to catch yourself when you're comparing yourself, okay? This is internally, if you start comparing yourself or if you notice yourself being compared to someone, I guess you can apply this either way. Flip it into gratitude. I, you've heard me preach that gratitude can change your life because it literally can. Flip it so, here's an example. If you're comparing the way that your body looks because that is an easy comparison to be made. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, bro. Going from, I like the way her body looks better than mine, to, I'm so proud of my body for keeping my soul safe, for getting me to where I am today. I'm a mom, okay? I've been through the whole body makeover shebang of becoming a mother. And that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. But I was able to shift my mindset from damn, now I have these weird lines on my body. I've got these stretch marks sometimes. Like, certain things changed, you know? I switched, you You can switch your mindset to I'm grateful for what my body has done. I birthed a human, bro. That's crazy. And she's healthy. She birthed into this world healthy because of me. I built her from literally scratch. <laughs> so, shift it to gratitude Self-awareness can be an understanding of you have a certain way that you want to look and you have work to get there, but it doesn't need to be they have it and I don't, so I must suck, right? You can be grateful for everything that has happened to you up till this point in life, even no matter how shitty. I will never say I regret something because it brought me here, right? So you can't compare yourself to the old you. You can't compare yourself to someone else. All you can do is strive to be your best. So again, comparison is tough. 
I guess not again. I'm not back to recapping. But comparison is hard because we grow up in a society, a society that was insane, where comparison is normal. We get on social media, we see highlight reels of other people's lives, and we're immediately comparing, well, why are they doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm not? Why, how am I working all, all my life, and they're out partying, having fun? You're, they, you're not posting your fun times, or you are, and you're comparing their fun times, their best times, to your worst. And not only that, like, the culture, if you're local to Utah, you know the culture here, and... There's just so much gossip, which in turn is comparison because it is whether you're outright saying X, Y, and Z is better than X, Y, and Z, you have gossiping just promotes negativity. It's the same situation. Uh, You already know that I don't like gossip. I fully support having genuine conversations when you're trying to help somebody. That's different than gossiping. Gossiping is intentionally being mean behind someone's back to attempt to make yourself look better and that in and of itself is comparison so you really just have to and not only that like watching reality tv you watch people compare themselves to each other for on purpose but you have to intentionally recognize and understand the conscious thoughts and the unconscious thoughts and behaviors that populate as triggers and you have to that's part of self-awareness is understanding your triggers which we'll get to that so before we jump into the tips and tricks that I have notated for y'all I have been the few self-help books a few of the self-help books that I've read this year have been Buddhist based and I actually love it but When I was doing my research for this episode, I came across that Buddhism believes that the ability to separate oneself from its surroundings, aka self-awareness, is null. It doesn't exist. You cannot separate oneself from one's surroundings, which I honestly think is a fun perspective. I personally don't feel that way, (laughs) and that's fine, right? I But I also... The way I explained it in the beginning, like, I believe self-awareness is more about self-acceptance than, like, separating yourself from everything else. But, instead, Buddhism focuses on mindfulness, which is another thing I'm pretty passionate about, in case you've listened to any other Epping episode. Um, And it's just another word for really being intentional and paying attention on purpose to what is happening and how you feel. Like, I know Buddhism promotes meditation, which is intentionally practicing, like, sitting with your thoughts and feelings, which basically is self-awareness in my book. Um, But that's just a fun perspective. I wanted to throw that out there. I'm interested in, like, learning about all the different perspectives, so I wanted to just toss in a little sprinkle of that fun. But let's dive into the tips and tricks. So first one... I want you to intentionally recognize triggers and glimmers. Triggers ignite negativity within you. You can feel it. Also, your body holds trauma and your body reacts to certain things 
that are triggers versus glimmers, right? Like there is a positive or a negative reaction physically. You cannot help it. It is a natural reaction. So triggers ignite negativity and glimmers are the polar opposite. They ignite peace and positivity. So that is something to keep in mind when you are going through your daily life, trying to pinpoint what makes you feel certain ways. Um, And I know that's hard, you know, I know it's not ideal to like have to sit with that. But if you want to understand yourself a little more, you're going to have to. Second, you need to have a few close people that you can ask advice from that you'll actually value their opinion. Because... And I've learned this since becoming a mom. You really do learn, like, who is there for you and who is not when you become a parent. It is very clear. So I've got a few, a handful. Not even, I can't even, I probably don't want to give you guys a number because that'll hurt feelings. But (laughs) I've got a handful of people that I will actually listen to when they give me advice versus people who will give me advice and I'll be like, yeah, you're full of shit. (laughs) So have a few close people that you can actually value their opinion because sometimes there are factors that you cannot see. Sometimes you might not, you really might not recognize what's triggering you and you just are stumped and you need to have someone from an outside perspective give you their two cents. So my advice is picking three or to five people who you actually value their opinion that you can have these deep, genuine conversations with. Next Understand the negative traits in those around you that you notice because you likely possess those and it's just something you should mental note and pay attention to in the way that they manifest in other people because that could be something that helps you with step one when you need to recognize the triggers because you'll notice other people doing it, but then you'll bypass when you do it yourself, okay? A lot of people like to point the finger, but never, ever look at themselves. That's common. That's understandable. I know why you do it, but a lot of the times, the things that you hate in other people or dislike in other people or things that ick you out, you probably do it. So just keep that in mind. Um, The next thing you should do is draw a timeline of your life. And pinpoint the major experiences that have shaped your current mindset. Because people grow. I, this is hard because it's hard to say people can change. I don't know if people can change, but people grow. Regardless of if their their entire persona and soul can change. Um, But you can outgrow things. So have you outgrown these experiences on your timeline that you're still somehow latching onto that you should let go of? And what is that experience still teaching you? If you have not outgrown it, if you write something down on your timeline and you're like, I am still deeply affected by this, what are you still learning from that experience? And how do you know when it's time to move on from that lesson? Because sometimes you can just continue to learn things, but... If you want to level up, if you want to grow, if you want to become more self-aware, you have to let go of certain things so other things can take its place. Certain doors have to close in order for new ones to open. Uh, That's just how life works at this point, you know? But next, give yourself grace. Because, and 
give your give grace to the people around you. Like I said earlier, I'm a firm believer in doing your best. So if you're doing your best, you like why are you mad? Why are you sad about it? Why are you grumpy? You're doing your best. You have not gotten to a point where you can do better yet if you're doing your best. So give yourself some grace. If you need a rest day, you need a rest day. If you need a rest day and you don't take one, your body and your mind will make you. It will happen. So that's part of becoming more self-aware is actually listening to the things that your body is telling you. Your gut intuition, whether you believe in that shit or not, is real. And you just have to tune in. You just got to fine-tune your emotional receptors, and that is part of self-awareness. Um, and remember that the capacity for doing your best changes. Not only does it change from person to person, but your best today is different than your best tomorrow. Your best right now is different than your best in five minutes. Your best right now is way different than your best after shitty news. So give yourself grace because the capacity will always change. There is no reason you should hold yourself to an exact same standard all the time because the parameters and the experiences around you are not the exact same all the time. And the last tip is try and bird's eye view experiences when you're reflecting on them. Because you can notice more when you attempt to view things from an out-of-body type of experience And you can try and recognize the triggers that you might not be able to realize when you're so inside your head. So I know that's kind of an odd touch, but I like to try and think of things out of body, out of mind, because that will give you a new perspective. So just attempt it. If you hate it, uh, I won't blame you. But the last part of this episode, we're talking about the purpose of self-awareness. And I think that's the ability to be present without consequence of the inauthenticity. Because when you're present, you're being your most authentic. Wow. Most. (laughs) You're being your most authentic self. That was so bad, dude. (laughs) This is the last time I'm recording an episode at night. (laughs) It's my bedtime. Oh, my God. Anyways... Now is now. I saw that on like Pinterest or something. And you're going to miss now if you're not, if you're, okay, if you're depressed, you're thinking about the past. If you're anxious, you're worried about the future. You cannot thrive in the present if you are doing either of those things. I fully understand chemical imbalances in your brain. Okay. I know sometimes there is nothing you can do. However, if you're just like forcing yourself to be sad, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> Just be present. And you'll notice if you start to be present and if you start to practice your gratitude, you'll notice that shift. You'll notice that you will stop feeling certain ways. I sure as shit did. And it was literally a 180 immediately. It was a night and day difference from December 10th to December 11th. Let me tell you the exact fucking dates. Because... You go from living in constant anxiety and constant comparison to just like the blinks of an eye saying, why was that happening? Why did I allow that to happen to myself? 
and you become more self-aware and then at that point you can say okay i can be more present because now i have the capacity to be present so if you worry or if you're an overthinker just try and be present try and practice gratitude because that is the entire purpose of self-awareness that's the entire purpose of life is to live it and you cannot live it if you're constantly sad about the past or you're constantly worried about the future so one thing that i like to remind myself is if you are not going to worry about it in five months do not spend more than five minutes on it and five minutes is freaking pushing it bro don't even worry don't even worry life works out all the time everything will work out that is like my freaking motto if it is not good it is not over you will see the light at the end of the tunnel just start to actually to get to the light at the end of the tunnel you got to become more self-aware you got to be able to recognize and be an adult and you know have those adult conversations even with yourself of why am i feeling this way so i hope that i did not freaking yell at y'all too much and if you stayed to the end of this episode thank you so much i hope you learned something i love you and i will talk to y'all next week Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for more of the By Maddie Marie podcast. As always, please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description. I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.